Welcome to the Influential Nonprofit, the show for nonprofit leaders to grow their influence so they can grow their income and impact. Now, here's your host, Marianne Dersch. Hello, my gorgeous friend. I am so excited for this week's episode of the Influential Nonprofit. As you know, I'm Marianne Dersch. I work with nonprofits to grow their influence so they can raise more money without feeling rejected, ineffective, or pushy. And today I'm going to teach you a system for marketing that I call, it's called the Content Hourglass. And I've been developing, working on this system for a long time. I also use this system. I've modified it a little bit to fit your needs, but I'm going to share with you exactly how it works, exactly how much time it takes, and exactly how much it costs. Before I get into that, I want to say two things. First, share a story. Just so you know that this system actually does what it's supposed to do, okay? I am a one-person shop. I am the sole proprietor of this business at this point in my journey, and I was at a party on Sunday, super rainy, stupid day for a pool party, but I was at a pool party with a really good friend of mine and his partner and their families and some close friends. These are people I've known forever and ever, people that I, I really love and admire. And almost every person said, Marianne, you are everywhere. Oh my God, you're doing so much stuff. Like, I just see you everywhere. And, you know, my friend's son's like, you're on LinkedIn all the time. And I just got a lot of feedback that people were watching what I was doing. So whatever I'm sending out, they're receiving and they're noting it and they're commenting. So it's coming back to me. And that is like, wouldn't you love to like go to a party and be like, oh my God, I see your nonprofit everywhere. You're doing such amazing stuff. I'm so proud of you. I'm so excited for you. I'm not sure that's what you're feeling. If it is awesome, like email me at Marianne at CourageousCommunication.com. Tell me all about it. If you're not like that, then this is truly for you. Here's what I feel like the problems are. Any of these ring true, let me know, okay? The first is you're delivering content in silos. So you're developing a content for email. You're developing content for maybe you do a print newsletter or a magazine. You're developing content for social posts. You're developing content for website and it's all different content. This is just so repetitive, so repetitive. And you're spending a lot of time and you are not um, getting enough leverage, maximizing the content. That's my puppy, Tina. I let her out of her crate so she wouldn't bark, but we'll see. Okay. You wouldn't believe what I do so that I don't have a dog's bark for the 30 minutes that I record this and almost always a dog barks. (laughs) And then they never bark again for the rest of the day. I think it's my voice. Anyway, okay. I can't wait for my third floor office remodel to be done so, so, so close to being done. All right. So that's, that's part of it. The silos. You're not getting enough leverage. You're just creating a lot of content for single use places. The second is you feel like you have to pump out a lot of content to get people's attention. And this, like, I hear people say this all the time. They say, "Uh, well, I want people to know this about my nonprofit. I want people to know this, this other thing about my nonprofit. Well, that's what you want them to know. That's not really what they want to know. And sometimes this need to over-communicate comes from fear, scarcity, 
If I'm not in front of people, they'll forget about me. That is true, but not in the way you think it is. I'll go into that more often, more later when I explain the model. Sometimes our need to tell a bunch of stories is trying to convince people, well, maybe if this story will land or this story will land or this story will land. And if you know anything about me and the work I do, we don't convince people to care. It's not our job to make people care. It's our job to connect with like-minded people and form relationships. When we form relationships with another human being, which is in essence what you're doing, okay, when we form relationships with another human being, we don't tell them everything, right? You like, I mean, you could, I'm, I'm not sure that's going to go over really well. We don't sit down and say, oh my gosh, here's everything you need to know about me. You know, I really want, you know, yes, you can be like, there's something I really want to share with someone, but I'm not going to put everything I am out there. We naturally fall into um, going deeper into our relationship because we, as we reveal ourselves, right? We increase the connection. And I always look at marketing as what if it was a person? Because the same way we build relationships with individuals is the same way we build relationships with our organization. Because guess what? Our organization is made up of individuals. So if you're feeling like this need to share a lot about your organization, I'm going, I want to shift that. And if you want to connect with me about that, send me an email. I can help you work through that hesitation. Because what's happening is we're over, we're like over promoting and we're not connecting enough. And I, I am going to do another episode after this one about content. I'm going to go way more into that right now. This episode is about a delivery system, a content delivery system that you can use because another one of the problems I see is inconsistent delivery. So like, yeah, you're really focused on it for a couple of weeks and then something comes up and you don't post for a while or you don't send an email for a while. You are sending emails monthly, which is consistent to you. And also if you have a 20% open, open rate, which is pretty typical for an open rate, that's a pretty good open rate. There's people aren't seeing you for possibly months at a time. So it feels consistent to you, but they aren't receiving it consistently. It doesn't feel consistent to them. Okay. We want to be consistent. That, what that does is that allows you to deliver content and it helps your drive traffic to your website. It helps your SEO. It helps the algorithms on the different social media platforms that you're on. So consistency is key. All right. And if you find yourself not being consistent in your delivery, this will solve for that. If you have marketing and a million other things to do for your organization, I can help you make marketing just part of your system of operations so that no matter what else is going on, you're still delivering content consistently. Remember, I'm a one-person shop and I use this system. And I'm going to be very transparent with how much time and money it costs. I'm, uh, let's get into it, Okay. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to be sharing my screen. And I know if you're listening to this po as a podcast, there is a YouTube video. Every podcast I create, I create a YouTube video for it. I invite you to go to courageouscommunication.com forward slash podcast. And you will see, you can find this episode. And on that page will be a link to a YouTube video. If this starts to get confusing in your head, I completely understand. I will work to describe it as best as possible. Because I know that you're listening. And if it starts to get a little 
messy, you go to my website and just watch that part of it where I lay out the model for you. Okay. You with me? I hope so. All right. So this, the hourglass, the hourglass, the content hourglass starts with one thing. Now, if you think of an hourglass, you think of very top, right? Like, like sands through the hourglass. So are the days of our lives. Remember that graphic? Like, like, can you imagine that sand falling through there? There's like the top of the hourglass, the lid of it, right? That is what I'm going to call your one awesome story. You are going to tell the top of this hourglass, right? The seal, the lid that holds that at the top is called your one awesome story. You're going to tell one awesome story a week. That's it. One story a week. What is the most awesome story you can tell that week, once a week with one call to action? If right now you're emailing monthly and you have four or five articles in this email, what's happening is people just don't know what to do. So they don't do anything. If you give people too much choice, they just won't pick. They'll just glaze over. What I'm encouraging you to do is instead of mailing that once a month, that's the same amount of content, just deliver it once a week. If you get a feeling that that's uncomfortable for you to mail that often. Again, I'm happy to talk to you about that and kind of explore what the underlying fear is under that. You feel like you're going to be a bother to somebody. You're going to be a, you know, an intrusion. If that's how you're feeling, we can work on that because you have to come with confidence and you have to embody that confidence. That's what's going to make people connect with you. And if you feel like your emails are an intrusion, That's the energy that you're sending them with. That's what you're going to get back, right? You're going to get that hesitancy. So we really want to look at one of the things I work with my clients, people who take my course, people who are in my programs is, you know, what is the underlying energetic that's supporting this behavior? Because whatever you put out there is exactly what you're going to get back. All right. I'm going to pause on that. One awesome story a week, one call to action. We're going to assume this. That is the top of the hourglass. I'm going to share my screen now and draw this out a little bit for you. And if you are listening, just bear with me for one sec while I get this set up. Again, you can always go back and watch the YouTube video for this portion of this episode. All right. If we have the hourglass, here's the top of the hourglass. And we're going to tell one awesome story a week. Yay. That's our story. That's the top. Okay. The next thing coming down the hourglass is this story is going to be told on video in a Zoom video or whatever raw recording thing you want to have. Most people use Zoom. Okay. So instead of writing a story, I want you to, I know, hold on with me. Just trust me. Trust the process. Okay. There's a reason for this. I want you to tell your story in video. I want you to do exactly what I'm doing. Look at that green light and give it some love. You could interview someone. Let's say you're going to do a donor profile. You could interview someone and record it almost like a mini podcast or a mini video because I'm going to get to that. Here's why video is so important. This is why this is why if you are willing to do this, it's going to be so effective for you. One is we are becoming video storytellers you know, yes, it was print before, right? You would write a story. Now it's video. If you look at social media, 
almost all social media has a video, Facebook, Instagram, of course, YouTube, TikTok, right? TikTok short format video, YouTube's a longer format video. Those are telling stories, everyday people like you and me making videos every day and telling stories. If you're like, we want more younger people, you better fall in love with video because that's how they communicate. That's where they're comfortable. Now, the second thing is people give to people. And I'm not saying center yourself for your organization. I'm saying let people get to know you as the leader of an organization, as the face of an organization. If you're the development director, like, I'm not the leader, that's okay. We want to pick someone that is going to be the face of the organization. People can get to know. That always doesn't have to be the executive director or CEO. In my old company, I was kind of the face of the business. My title was strategist and resident extrovert. So I was the one that went out and did things because that was a value that I gave because the other people that I work with and and Karen Handelman, my boss for all those years, that wasn't her thing. So I got to be the one that went out in front, which I loved. It was great for me. And if at that time we were making video because we weren't, I would be doing it. That was, you know, five years ago. This has evolved. We are now video dependent and we want to connect with people. We want to know who you are. Not in a sense of like, I'm saying like centering myself and making it all about me. I'm saying allowing people to see who you are, to see your organization through your eyes. If you are on TikTok, there is an organization called The Block and the guy who runs it is awesome at this. As far as an example of how you can share stories of your organization and how you can create connections with people because they really want to connect people Yes, they give to organizations, but they also do it because they like and trust the people inside those organizations. Your brand can no longer be, you know, oh, like uh, just an organizational brand. Yes, there is an organizational brand. And then we want to connect with the person. So that's why video is important. And if this freaks you out, I understand because it's different. And also it's where the world is going. So if this makes you uncomfortable again, Mariana Courageous Communication.com, shoot me an email. We can talk about it. I can maybe help you release some of those blocks and barriers. I want you to show up the best way possible. All right. So we're telling this story on a video. It could be, you know, a 10 minute story, five to 10 minute story that you're going to tell about whatever it is. Now, here's the thing I forgot to mention earlier is one awesome story a week. You can plan that out. All right. You can plan that out. You can plan out your one awesome story a week for the whole year, or maybe you can do it like in quarterly batches where, okay, what let's plan out this quarter where we're going to look at the next 12 weeks. What's our stories there. And then you can plan that out. And then you can see where there's holes where you want to fill some stuff in. You can work in advance. And by only telling one awesome story a week, you can really focus your energy on one story. Because if you're putting out all this stuff, people just aren't connecting with it. Then why, why put it out? I tell, I'd rather they connect with one thing than nothing. And it allows you to plan. So let's say you're going to have an event in November. Well, you know, maybe you're going to promote the event for two or three weeks before that. You're going to maybe do the week of the event, maybe a wrap up. Maybe that's four or five weeks. That's going to be the one awesome story. It's going to be different stories about this event. And then when that's over, okay, now what's the next story we're going to tell? What's the next story we're going to tell? So you figure out where 
know where the knowns are, fill those in and then fill in the, the rest. If you're the kind of person that wants to fill it all in with something, fill it all in with something. If you're the kind of person that likes to sort of make it up, fill in your necessary ones and make the rest up as you go. You know, I liked, I'm kind of that way. I sort of like, whatever hits me, that's what I want to talk about. So that's how I am. And that works for me. That doesn't work for everybody. So plan it all out. You can always change it. It's no big deal. So now I've got your one awesome story a week and I made the Zoom video. What's going to happen now are three things. And this is where the hourglass starts to come together a little bit. So we have three elements that we're going to work with. The first element is a YouTube video. So because you made your, your video, you are going to put that on YouTube. And now you have a YouTube video and you can start, hold on. <laughs> All right. You have a YouTube video, YT video. Yay. You've got content up on YouTube. If you don't have a YouTube channel, you can start developing one this way. Yay. All right. If you have a YouTube channel and you never post to it because it's too hard to make a video done solved. Second element is going to be audio. When you record, you get also, you get a video and, and just an audio version. You're going to take that audio version and you're going to get it transcribed. And that becomes an article. So we've got now, so we've got a YouTube video and an article. If in your mind you're saying, oh, I don't need to, I don't need to put that to a transcription service. I can just do that myself. This is what we're working to get out of, okay? When you put, when you are doing these tasks, these repetitive tasks yourself, because you want to quote unquote, save money, you're not saving money. You're not saving money because anything that's outside the role of relationship building is not serving you. I talk a lot of this in my book, Courageous Communication, that we want to stay within our zone of genius. It is worth it to you to upload this and have somebody transcribe it. And then you're going to turn that into an article. Now you may have to massage the content a little bit, you know, but you basically have a rough draft of an article that you can then, then finesse, you know, and edit a bit. And you can have somebody do that for you because they already have the content. They've already got it all. They just need to clean the language up a little. So that'd be something really easy to do. And I'm going to explain that. The third part of this is a graphic. Okay, so what we're going to create is just a little graphic that can work on any social media platform. It can be a YouTube thumbnail. It can be Instagram. It can go on LinkedIn. It can go on Facebook. It can, you know, whatever you're in, probably not TikTok. But if anybody's on TikTok, will you please reach out to me because I'm kind of obsessed with it. And I really think I want to start making TikToks. And I'm like, a little bit nervous. Anyway, okay, only because I haven't done it, but I think I'd be pretty good at it. Okay, anyway, here we go. So we're going to create this graphic. The graphic will have, hey, a headline and maybe a subhead of the story. Maybe there's a picture that you want to include. Um, I do this every week when I send out my emails. I have a graphic that I put up. So you can have a graphic and that's going to serve you well. So we've got three elements now. We've got a video, we've got an article, and we've got a graphic. All of those three things are going to come together in the middle here, sort of in the narrowest part of the hourglass there. All those three things come together in the middle to be on a page on your website. So this becomes a web page. So each week 
you will have, you can do this in a blog. If you have a blog on your website, most, you know, most platforms have a blogging page type that you can use. I would do that. Um, create a web page, one new page, and then the story goes on that web page. You have a video of that story, you have a graphic of that story, and then you have an article. I don't really like to watch video because I am of a certain age <laughs> and I can read really fast. Most there are people, and it could be a generational thing. I don't have the data on that, but I'm assume that there's maybe a generational thing happening here where people like to consume video. So they can either read it, consume it. You could add some photos if you have some photos, maybe some, you know, whatever it is, you've got that there. So it all lives on this webpage. That's where your one story a week lives. Now from there, now we've got the middle of the hourglass. Now we're going to expand back out. So what do we do with this content now? We've created it. We've given it a foundation, like a house to your webpage. The reason, oh, before I get to that, I want to say one thing. The reason why this is important is because you want to drive traffic, not to YouTube, not to you know a podcast or whatever. You want to drive traffic to your website. So by housing all this on your web page, on your on a page on your website, you can drive traffic back to your site. So now what you can do is then you're going to create all your social media um, posts and all your all, all your um, other strategies, your marketing tactics and strategies from this place. So this now this story will now be your email for the week. You already have a graphic for it. You have an article that you can probably, you can just modify this article to fit the email. How I do that is I tease it a little bit. I tell a little bit of content in my email and I invite people to listen or watch for more. You can do that too. You can tell the whole story. It doesn't matter. One awesome story once a week and one call to action. Make sure you're telling them what to do when they read this or watch this. What is, what do you want them to do? Do you want them to comment back? Do you want them to share it? Do you want them to give money? Whatever it is, make that call to action. Okay. Then it can be a LinkedIn newsletter. LinkedIn has newsletters. It's better than a LinkedIn article because people subscribe to it. And when you add to it, everybody gets a notification that you published an article. So that's on LinkedIn. It makes posting on LinkedIn really easy because you can share the article and LinkedIn likes that. Okay. That's something I do that I would suggest you do. You've already got the content. And then you're going to create from this any more social posts. So what I have is I create three, like what I call like pull quotes and put them in like a little graphic, you know, just take a little quote and put a box around it, make it a graphic. I take three of those. I have one audio clip and one video clip, but, but it, you could do it however you want. You could do a couple of video clips. You could have three posts. You can also post the story like in LinkedIn or on Facebook where you kind of just tell the story and LinkedIn really likes this. And I can't remember off the top of my head how many words they like, but they like those longer posts. You can tell the story and then put a link to your website for people to see more. So now what we're doing is we're driving traffic from your webpage, having people interact with it, and then driving them back to this page to read more Within your story here, within that web page, you can link to other places on your website. It may be that story covers. So let's say if you're going to have an event, you're going to put it on this, you know, this is your web page, but then you're, of course, you're linking to um, taking them to other spots on your website where they could register or learn more or whatever. So I'm going to put in this article spot with links, right? So 
now this, so this is the, at the bottom of this hourglass is the email, LinkedIn, all of that. Okay. That's the bottom. So it's all spread out now. What makes this system work is a couple things. One is you're telling one story a week. That's it. And if that feels weird or unrealistic, we can work on that. We can talk about that. I feel like we can solve for that because people aren't hearing more than one story a week anyway. I'm pretty much can guarantee they're not connecting with it. That's just too much. The second thing is it drives traffic to your website. It drives traffic to your website, which is what we all want. The social posts that you're doing, sometimes they just kind of land and they nothing comes back. You're, I could go on and on about social media, but the thing that I want you to know for sure is that you're building your house on rented land. Okay, you're building your house on rented land. So your job is to get people off social media and onto your email list or to subscribe to your YouTube somewhere where you have access to them. Because let me tell you, you know, you've heard it. If it hasn't happened to you, like my LinkedIn profile just disappeared. I got hacked. It took me months to get it back. An organization that I work with, their whole Facebook page got taken down for community guidelines violations or whatever. Took them six months to get it back. I know TikTok accounts with you know, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of, of follows will get banned and they won't be able to get it back. So your job, you don't want to live like that. Your job is to get people off of social media onto your email list. So on that web page that you're going to have, Hey, if you want to learn more about us, subscribe to this. And I've done a, several podcasts about newsletters. My favorite is with my friend, Leanne Marie um, Webster, who has a program called email with heart. I go really, really deep into how to move people off of social media onto your email list. So now we are driving people to this webpage, which can drive people either to our email list or to another page in our website where they can register for something. And then they'll go on our email list. Do you hear, do you see what I'm saying? This is the system. I'm so excited about this because it took me months to kind of figure this out. Now you're going to say, Marian, this sounds great. How much time and money does this take? Yes, I know I'm getting there. I wanted to map out the system. Before I get into that, I want to say, I'm going to share with you what I do. I create a system like this. I do, I record just like this, just like I am with you. And that recording becomes a video, a YouTube video and a podcast. From there, I take that and I create my email content, right? That goes on a web page on my website, right? It goes actually on two pages. I have a blog page with, and I have a podcast page, but it goes onto the podcast page. From there, I write an email that email then becomes a blog post, a LinkedIn newsletter. Is there something else it becomes? I don't think so. (laughs) My email, a blog post, and a LinkedIn newsletter. I do that every single week, but it's the exact same content. Tweaks a tiny bit. And I create five posts. So I'm posting every single, I'm posting every day, one thing from my story. And my podcast team writes show notes. So we take the show notes and we, the quotes from the show notes, we create graphics for those. So no one else has to go back through and listen again and create, find new quotes. I take the quotes from the show notes. I use the show notes to help guide my email content. And that's, and then I deliver that like that. It took me about six months to iron out this system. Now here's how I do it. Little old me by myself. Now, first I already mentioned, I have a podcast team. I work with a company called Turnkey Productions. It's, I pay $400 a month to do one podcast a week, which is an incredible deal. They're awesome people and they 
I mean, they've got me out of some jams. They follow through. They're great. Okay. And that's how much I pay. Then I pay, I have a virtual assistant. My virtual assistant lives in Thailand. She's 12 hours ahead of me. She's Lithuanian, but she decided to ride out the pandemic in Thailand and she's loving it there. And she's always posting pictures of doing yoga from the beach. So I guess she's having fun. There are people all over the world, VAs, virtual assistants that work with companies and work with people like me or people like you who just need a few hours a week of stuff done. She works on this probably three to four hours a week. She helped me. I developed the system, but she helped me build some of the tools to put it in. I'm going to go over what that is in just a second. Sorry, I had to pause for a dog bark. Okay. She spends three to four hours a week supporting me. There are VAs that can help you. It Some from all over the world, if you're not comfortable hiring somebody from other countries, there's plenty of them in your community or in our country that you can hire. And they do this. They do small amounts of stuff for a lot of different people. And this is their business and they love it. And they're like detail oriented. They love systems, like all of that. They're not experts, okay? They're not cheap marketing consulting. They are not experts. They're assistants. So if you want somebody to redo your brand or rethink your logo, that's not them. All right. If you want them, you know, to like help me come up with a system, like that's not what they do. But if you share the system and train them on it, they will be able to continue maintaining it, which is really what you want. So no matter what happens for me, I'm on vacation, you know, like I've had a crisis in the family. I'm still delivering content because she's got it. She's doing it. I've paid her about $350 a month to do this. So I'm spending under $800 a month. That's it. That's what I'm spending. That's all. $800 a month. Now I have my time. I spend uh, maybe three, four hours a week on marketing, building, working on this system. Because I have to book people for the podcast, which really doesn't, it really isn't that hard. I really love, love doing it. Or, or I'll do an episode. Like I actually recorded this episode five times, which is really not like me because I was trying to get, I was practicing sharing this model with you. So it took me a little longer this week, but typically it's, I would say three to four hours of, of my time. I don't have an hourly rate. I don't trade time for money. So I can't really tell you what that costs me. Like, you know, I, I can't, I don't really have a number to charge back to for that, but that's how much time I spend. And I create a ton, as you know, a ton of content. And what I also do is spend time, not just pushing stuff out, but commenting, going in, watching other people's stuff, like commenting on other people's things. Like, so what is going on in the world? Like, it's not just about me sending stuff out. I, you know, you want to participate in the conversation. Like if you go to a party and you just talk about yourself the whole time, you want to be listening. You want to, you know, to what other people are saying and doing. So part of the time I'm spending on LinkedIn, mostly like looking at posts and commenting on people. And that helps me find people for my website. It helps me find people for my summit. That'll be coming up in January, my um, donor attraction forum. And it helps me, you know, like it helps me get speaking engagement. So I, I spend a lot of time interacting with people. So it's not just about putting the post out, but, but now I can spend my time interacting because I know all this stuff is done. It's just done. It's done. It's done. Now I would say for you to get this done, it would take you, I'm going to say like, hold on, let me, I, I want to look at this just real quick. Cause I want to think about how different this is from mine. This would take you, take somebody 
not you. Remember, it's not you. The only thing I would love for you to do is sit and stare at this green light and make a video and maybe edit an article. And other than that, you're out of it. You don't need to be in it. Spend the rest of that time interacting with people, building relationships. But somebody, I would say five to six hours a week, once they got pretty good at this, I think the thing that would take you the longest is the article and finding the right quotes. Once you have this system down, let's just say if we do, let's just say we do eight hours a week. It's going to take you eight hours a week. A VA to to implement this for you would cost you $20 to $40 an hour. So that's maybe you're looking at $1,000 a month. That's to have all of that content. Here's the, I'm not selling you on this because I don't do this, but I'm just explaining to you, it's easier and cheaper than you think. And I've got receipts. I have a VA matchmaker, like there are VA companies and they will find the right person for you. You can interview people with them. You can also have them do other stuff like data entry that maybe you don't have, you can't staff a person for it, but you just want to get some stuff off your plate. Open your mind to the resources around you. And then there's Upwork and Fiverr that are two great websites where you can get some help with some experts building some of these tools. I have a designer on Upwork that I work with who's, she created this for me and she's very, very reasonable. I like this cost me like a hundred bucks, not the production, but the design. She just made a little, you know, I I shared my model with the philanthropic heart. She made a little logo for me. It's like a hundred bucks. Like it's really reasonable because most people work in other countries, but anyway, there's just a lot of resources for you to get this done, but you are going to need some tools. Okay. So first thing, first thing we're going to need is some templates. So that graphic, right? Remember, after we created the Zoom video, we created three elements, audio, video, and a graphic. So you're going to create a template for that graphic. You're going to need a template for that. You're going to need a blog post page on your website if you don't have that already. The reason why the blog style pages are good is because they are indexable. They go by date. It just makes it really easy to add this content. Also, now you're adding content to your website every week, which is great for your SEO, for your findability. You're going to need a LinkedIn graphic for the newsletter. You're going to need the graphics templates for your social posts. And you'll need a YouTube thumbnail. Now that graphic, the main graphic that you create could probably be a thumbnail. And if you really want to do this, have somebody create a little 30 second or 15 second intro and outro for your YouTube just to like introduce your organization. Here's your story, then close it out. And maybe like a closing slide or something. Those are the kind of the elements that you'll need. You don't have to have a video intro. You absolutely do not. And you could probably find somebody to do it for you fairly reasonably. And I just think it makes your video look more professional. And also it's okay. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just needs to be one awesome story. That's what we're telling. Once you get all of these things in place, now it's just a matter of every week putting it together. I'm going to tell you, it took me three or four months to iron this out, you know, cause like we just, we had a, and it was really around timing. So when I create the Zoom, how long does it take to create the, the graphics and the video? And, you know, I mean, so we work on timing. So here's how my timing works. I told you I was transparent. 
I record a podcast and like, I will have a podcast that goes that launched today's Friday. Okay. I have a podcast episode that launched today, but that's not what I'm promoting this week. I'm promoting the one that I did a week or two ago. So I'm a little bit behind. You don't, you don't have to be, but I just want you to think about like, if I have to make all these things, how long is it going to take me? So if, you know, this week I want to talk about this event because it's happening next week, I might have to, of course, you know this already, create that content a couple of weeks back, create that Zoom video a couple of weeks back so we can put all the elements in place so it's ready to bam launch. So what happens is whatever I'm promoting for, right, I write the email for it like today. My email that went out was about how to, how to apologize. I recorded that three weeks ago and my VA then created the YouTube video. She created the graphic and then I wrote the email. I wrote the email yesterday, which I don't think makes her very happy, <laughs> but that's when I wrote it. I really should do it like on Tuesday or Wednesday. That's on me anyway. And then, and so by Friday, we have all the elements in place. I hit send on that email and then the blog post goes up, the LinkedIn newsletter goes up. And then Monday through Thursday of next week, I'm promoting, I'm doing the post. I post one time on Friday and then through the next week. And then next Friday, it'll be my next story. So it took us a little while just to get the timing right. And you can play with that. But really, let's just go back to it. One awesome story, one call to action a week. That will change everything. And driving, using all of those things to drive people to a page on your website that either puts them on an email list or somehow keeps them in your orbit, either by registering for an event or whatever. And then, and, you know, cause when you push that out into social media, we want people to take action, whatever that is. And when they come, when those social posts reach people and they click the link and they go to your website that now you can keep them in your orbit because you're going to collect their email, whatever. I can go more into that. The point is driving traffic to your website. And that is the content hourglass. If you have questions, please feel free to email me, marian at courageouscommunication.com. If you would like me to personally work with your organization and help you set this up, I'm happy to do that too. I have a process of co-creation, so I don't do stuff for you, but I do it with you and I can, I can guide you through it. I can help guide you through the process. Like we, I would, I do like half day and full day workshops where we could do a half day and full day and really figure out how this could work. And then with a couple of follow-up calls, I know you'll be rocking this. So I want you to encourage you that this is way more accessible than you think. It doesn't take a long-term relationship with me or anybody else to be able to do this. It just takes the right kind of help and for you not to want to do it yourself anymore. And once you're willing to do that, I want to say one thing. And because I, I see this, and if this resonates with you, you're not alone, that maybe you're hiding behind some of these marketing tasks because you, once those go away, then you actually have to go raise money or do the scary things, right? You were going to do the safe thing. Oh, I'll transcribe this or I'll massage this newsletter or send this email. So I don't have to call somebody or I don't, you know, because that's possible rejection. I don't want to do that. So I'll just stay in the safe zone. If that resonates with you, you're totally okay. And we can work on that too. Because if you're feeling some hesitation around letting some of this go, we can talk about that because, you know, that happens a lot. People say, I can't wait to get that admin because then I can really go raise money. And then, oh, wait, now I have to (laughs) to go raise money. What? Ouch. 
and the fear comes up. So they revert back to their old patterns. If that feels like that to you, you are not alone and it is okay. And I can work with you on that. You know, you might be a good fit for my influence courses. That's where we release a lot of that stuff and help you be more effective. It may be something else. I'm not sure, but I'm happy to work with you on that. And I'm happy to work with your organization if you're interested in helping you implement this system. If you, or if you have a conference or an AFP chapter or, um, you know, in your city, I'm happy to come share this model with them. I'm really, I would love for people to embrace this model and then be testimonials for me to how it works, how well it works. Cause I just came up with it. So, and I'm using it, but I'm like the only one. So if you start to use it and it's working for you, then I could, I would love to talk to you about, you know, maybe even coming on the podcast and telling the story about how you implemented it. Ooh, that sounds good. Oh man. Yes. Go do that. Can you please do that? If you have any questions, email me, Marianne at courageouscommunication.com. Love you. Keep up the good work. You are doing it. Thank you for being out there in our community. Thank you for escorting us through this really, really crazy time in our country and in our world. Cause you are the one that is in there in the thick of it, taking care of everyone. And I just know I see you and I love you for it. And I'll see you next time on the influential nonprofit. If you don't have it already, you can get your, you can go to the influential nonprofit.com, shoot me your email, and I will give you my up level your influence starter kit, which has a ton of goodies, some really, really great information. A lot of the stuff that I talk about here on the podcast, I go deeper and more detail in. So you're going to want to check that out and I'll see you next time on the influential nonprofit. Thanks for listening to The Influential Nonprofit with your host, Marianne Dirsch. If you enjoyed the show, please tell your friends and colleagues about the podcast. Also, check out theinfluentialnonprofit.com for more resources on growing your influence so you can raise more and do more.